Klaim Perk Aleph Mishnah Aleph. Achitim vahazunin enon klaim zebezet. Halach is a klaim. Prohibit planting different kinds of species together or growing them next to each other. This iser applies only to plants in different species, but not to plants that are merely different varieties of the same species. Again, we'll repeat that it should be noted that the terrorist system of classifying species is not the same as modern scientific systems of classification. It's possible for two plants that do not look alike to be considered members of the same species in regard to climate because of their internal qualities, like their nutritional merits, are the same. This was determined by the Chachamim, sometimes from a Kabbalah Ishmi Piyish from Maisha Rabbeinu from Hasinai, or they knew they knew it from Rocha Kodesh. So the Mishnah lists six pairs of plants. Although the members of each pair are somewhat different from each other, the Mishnah teaches that both are considered part of the same species and are therefore not climbed with each other. They are, however, climbed with members of any of the other pairs. Wheat and darnel are not climbed with each other. I don't know what darnel is a weed that grows in wheat fields. It looks so much like wheat, like the wheat plant until the ear appears that it's sometimes referred to as false wheat. According to the Masaira over here, it's irregular form of wheat that developed in the generation before the flood when the earth began producing mutated forms, which is why it's called Zunin or Lashon of Znus. Um, the Rav says, It's not climb with Chitim, even though it's not edible for humans. Um, Darnell is not fit for human consumption. Nevertheless, the laws of climb applied to it because it's used as feed for certain kinds of birds. However, a plant that's not fit for even birds or animals is not subject to the halachas of climb at all. Barley and oats. The translation of Shibbal as oats follows the Rav and the Rosh, also based on Rashi and Psachim. However, the Rambam doesn't really agree to that. Although oats and barley do not look like each other, they may still be considered one species for the reason explained earlier, as the Gemara in Psachim and the Flamid Hay puts them together. Hakusmin vahashifain, spelt and rye, hapul vahasapir, the broad bean and the Nile cowpea. The, this is based on the Ramam's parish. The broad bean is also known as the fava bean. The Nile cowpea is a type of pea that grows in Egypt. Hapurkidon vahatoifach, the grass pea and the red grass pea, Taifach was we had mentioned in Mesech the Rambam and the Rav, as well as explained by others, that's how they learned Porkadan and Taifach, the white bean and the hyacinth bean, Enam climbs are not climbed with each other. There are different opinions about the identities of the plants mentioned in the Mishnah and the next three Mishnahs. So we're going to try to follow the identifications of the Rav and the Rambam wherever possible. However, even the translations of the terms used by these Mepharshim are sometimes subject to uncertainty. So we're not going to get involved right now in what each one is, but it would be a lot of fun to go through each one to see exactly what everything is. Okay, Mishnah Beis. Hakishos from The regular cucumber and the Kirby cucumber are not climbed with each other. Our translation follows the Rav and the Yiddish translation of his terms that appear in the Yachanaboyas of the Mishnayas as well as the Tzvaris Yisrael. The regular cucumber is longer and blander than the Kirby. Kirby is the small ones. 
Rebuda Aymer Klein, Rebuda says they are Klein with each other. Why? Doesn't say here, but ain't halachic Reb Yehuda. Chazeres v'chazeres galim, lettuce and mountain lettuce. Chazeres in Psachim, Daflametes is defined as chasa, which Rashi defines as lettuce. Mountain lettuce is lettuce that grows wild in the mountains. Chazeres v'chazeres galim, galim are waves. Maybe it grows like waves. Ulshan v'ulshay sada, chicory and wild chicory. Creation with creation sada, leeks and wild leeks. Kuzbar v'kuzbar sada, coriander and wild coriander. Um, plants of a single species and the fruits can look different depending on whether they are cultivated in a garden or grow wild, depending on the location and type of soil in which they grow. Nevertheless, the different varieties are still considered part of the same species. Chardol the Chardol Mitri, mustard and Egyptian mustard. The Mishnah, which was composed in Eretz Yisrael, refers to the mustard that grew there simply as mustard. In Egyptian mustard, maybe it was a little sharper, maybe it was less sharp. Udlaz HaMitri Varamutza, Egyptian gourd and the ember gourd. Remutza is a bitter variety of gourd that is sweetened by being buried in hot embers, remets. It is therefore known as the remutza. Upayla mitzri the Egyptian bean and the carob bean. Um, this does not refer to the fruit of the carob tree, but a type of bean that was called carob because its pod resembles a carob. Enum climb zebezeh. These are not climb with each other. Mishnah Gimel. Halefes v'hanofutz, the turnip and the radish. There are two species that are classified as one with regard to climb because the leaves are very similar. Hakrov v'hatrevtor, the cabbage and the wild cabbage. Hatrodom v'haluunim, spinach beets and sorels. The spinach beets, known as chard, is a member of the beet family. It's a leafy vegetable and is grown for its leaves, not its roots. Sorel is a leafy herb that is often cultivated as a leaf vegetable. In Europe, this was used to make a green soup or drink known in Yiddish as schav, green borscht. Okay, Enum climb is Ebeze, they are not climb with each other. The members of each pair are not climb with each other, but are climb with any of the other plants mentioned in these Mishnais. Hosef Rebbe Kiva, Rebbe Kiva added Hashum Vashumanis, garlic and wild garlic, Habatol Vapetaltal, onion and wild onion, Hatormos Vaplaislois, and the Egyptian lupine and the wild lupine. Enon climbs Ebeze, are not climb with each other. The Tanakama, however, considers these pairs to be climb with each other. Mishnah Dalit, Uba Elon, Uba Elon, and for trees, Hagasan va Krustumlin, Piers and Krustumlin. What is this? The Mishnah now deals with climb as it relates to trees. The Isser of climb is different for trees than for plants, such as grains, vegetables, and beans. There's no Isser to plant to see the two fruit trees together, as they are in the case of plants. The only Isser is to graft one species of trees onto another. To graft means to take part of one tree, generally a branch, and make a cut in another tree, insert the branch into the cut, and bind it to the tree in such a way that the branch eventually grows to the tree. When the branch of one species is grafted onto the trunk of another species, the branch continues to produce the type of fruit it did before it was grafted, sometimes with small changes. So the Mishnah lists pairs of trees that may be grafted together because they're regarded as members of the same species. So Uba Ilan, and for trees, Ha'agasan Vakristumlin, pears and Kristumlin, it's a kind of small pear which resembles a gallnut. Prishim v'uzradim, quinces and sorb apples. That would be based on Rashi and Brachis, on Daf Mem Amr Beis, that would touch them as sorb apples. Eno climb is abizet, are not climb with each other. Hatapuach v'achazrod, an apple and a chazrod. It's a type of apple that grows in the forest and was used to feed pigs. 
So in the Mishnah, now this pairs of trees that resemble each other might therefore be thought to be the same species that they regard as different species, and therefore may not be grafted together. So tapuach v'achazra, the apple and this wild apple, aparsikim v'hashkedim, peaches and almonds. Peaches are similar to almonds in a number of ways. When peaches first emerge, they resemble the almond fruit. Also, a peach's seed, which are inside its hard pit, resemble almond nuts. Rashizofin v'harimin, jujubes and thorn jujubes, even though they are similar to each other, climbs of are climb with each other. The regular jujube produces large fruit, and the thorn of the wild jujube produces small fruit. Jujube is J-U-J-U-B-E. Okay, maybe one day we'll give a shear, you and shear on all these different fruits. Mishneh Hei. Having listed pairs of trees that are climbed with each other, despite seeming to be the same species, our Mishnah lists pairs of plants that are climbed with each other, even though they seem to be from the same species. Radish and Nofuts. Radish and Nofuts are similar in the appearance of their fruits, their bulbs and leaves. Nevertheless, they are climbed because they are very different in taste. Kili's Ram suggests that the nafots of our Mishnah may be a plant called a rapa, or a rapeseed. Hachardal v'halafsan, mustard and charlock mustard. Udalasi v'anusim amitus v'aramutza, the Greek gourd with either the Egyptian gourd or the ember gourd. In Mishnah Beis, we learned that the Egyptian gourd and ember gourd were not climbed with each other. Here we learned that both are climbed with the Greek gourd, with the Dalasi v'anus. It's alpha pisha diamonds elizet, even though they're very similar to each other, Climbs Abazeh, they are also to be planted together. We've seen many examples in the preceding five Mishnais of plants that are climbed with each other and many examples of plants that are not. A summary of the rules and principles is, and you could look in the Rambam, Elchus Climb, Paragimel, and the Chazanish there as well. And it's going to be like this. Plants of the same species, as determined by the Chachamim, are never climbed with each other. This is true even if they look as though they belong to a different species, for example, because of differences in how or where they grow. Examples of this are found in the Mishnah, like Olsen v'Olsei Sada, you know, um, lettuce and mountain lettuce, which was Chazeres v'Chazeres Galim. Now, you also have plants of different species, as determined by the Chachamim, are climbing with each other, even if they look similar. However, if they are so similar that they look completely to be from the same species, they are considered one species and are not subject to the Yitzhak climb. The Yushalmi and our Mishnah teaches that it's not necessary for them to look alike in every feature, even if they resemble each other strongly only in their fruits or only in their leaves, they are permitted to be together. However, if the taste of their fruits is very different, they are climbing even if their leaves and fruits look similar. Okay, Mishnah Vav. Hazeeva HaKelev. The previous two Mishnahists listed trees and plants that may not be grafted or planted together, even though they resemble each other. The term climb applies not only to trees and plants, but also to animals. It's also to breed different species of animals with each other. This is because the Pesach says, Behem climb, your animals you shall not mate in a mixture of breeds. There's another Isser concerning mixing of animals of different species, of Lesachresh B'Shara B'Chamor Yachtav, shall not plow with an ox or donkey together. This will be discussed further in Parak Ches. So, our Mishnah lists seven pairs of animals in which the members of each pair resemble each other, but are nonetheless regarded as different species that may not be bred together. As the Eva HaKelev, a wolf and a dog, Kelev HaKufri Hashual, the village dog and the fox, the village dog is a small breed of dog raised by villagers similar in size to a fox, HaIzen VaHatzvayim, goats and gazelles, Tzvayim are gazelles, generally we would translate Tzvayim as deer, HaYa'elem VaRechelem, 
Ye'elam are the ibexes, the ones with the big horns, and ewes, a female sheep. Um, the same would be, although the Mishnah specifies the male ibex and the female sheep, the Isra applies to the female ibex and the male sheep as well. Hasus um, the horse and the mule, the mule and the donkey. A mule is the product of a union between a horse and a donkey. It's therefore climb with both. The donkey and the wild donkey. Even though they are similar to each other, they are climb with each other. Okay, Mishnah Zayin. Ein mevien ilon be'ilon, yarek be'yarek, v'loi ilon be'yarek, v'loi yarek be'ilon, Rabbi Yehuda matu yarek be'ilon. What's this? We learned in Mishnah Dalit that it's forbidden to graft one species of tree onto another. The Mishnah defines the Isra of grafting. We may not bring, which means to graft, a tree onto a different kind of tree. This Isra applies only to grafting, which at least one of the trees is a fruit tree. If neither tree is a fruit tree, then it's going to be mutter, as we mentioned previously. Yarek be Yarek. Nor a vegetable onto a different kind of vegetable. The Torah says, "Eschukaisai tishmeru, b'hamtachalaisabiyaklayim." The prohibition against planting your field climb means that one may not plant a field with a mixture of seeds. However, by teaching this prohibition together with the isra against mating two kinds of animals, the Torah also teaches that just as the isra of mating your animals refers to physically joining two animals from a different species together, so too the isra regarding planting your fields refers also to physically joining and grafting one species onto another. So with regard to plants, there are two isurim, planting them together and grafting them together. As we mentioned earlier by Mishnah Dalit, the only isur regarding to trees is grafting. Planting the seeds of different trees together would be motor. Nor are you allowed to plant a tree onto a vegetable or a vegetable onto a tree. Rabbi Huda Yarek Be'ilon. Rabbi Huda permits grafting a vegetable onto a tree. Rabbi Huda is matter grafting vegetables to trees and trees to vegetables. According to Rabbi Huda, since grafts between trees and vegetables do not produce a significant merging of their plant tissue, they're not considered real grafts. I guess it's too hard. They don't grow into each other, so it's not anything. Mishnah The Mishnah provides examples of various forbidden grafts mentioned in the previous Mishnah. It begins with grafting vegetables to trees and trees to vegetables and concludes with examples of grafting vegetables to vegetables. Our Mishnah follows the Tanakama of the previous Mishnah, who answers grafting vegetables to trees and trees to vegetables, because if it would be according to Yehuda, then it's mutter to be to graft a Yarek Be'ilan. We may not plant vegetables inside the stump of a sycamore tree. The sycamore of the Mishnah is a member of the fig family. It produces long, thick branches that are used as wooden beams. At a certain point in its growth, the tree is cut down to a stump between 3 and 10 twachim high. The trunk grows thicker as a result, and even more branches grow out of it. The stump is known as a sadan shel shikma. Planting vegetables inside a sycamore stump is considered grafting a vegetable onto a tree because it's a fig tree, which would be forbidden. Nor may we graft rue onto white cassia. Rue is an herb with a strong smell. White cassia is a type of tree. Although rue is not generally regarded as something worth keeping, it is nevertheless included in the Isra of grafting. Additionally, the Mishnah teaches that a white cassia is regarded as a tree, although it's probably some kind of bush. Because, for these are instances of grafting a vegetable onto a tree. We may not plant a branch of a fig tree, fig tree inside a chatzuf, in order to cool the chatzuf. 
The chatzov is a plant in the onion family whose roots grow straight down into the ground without branching. It was used by Yeshua to mark, to mark the boundaries of each shevet in Eretz Yisrael. The fig branch cools down the chotzov, which is very hot. Presumably, this means that the branch weakens the sharp taste of the chotzov. Although the fig branch bonds only weakly with the chotzov, it is not inserted for the purpose of growing figs, but simply to reduce the sharpness of the chotzov, it is nevertheless considered to be a graft and would be oser. Nor may we insert the branch of a grapevine into a watermelon plant that the melon should inject its water into it. Although the branch receives the majority of its nutrients from the vine to which it's still attached and merely benefits a little from the watermelon's moisture, inserting it into the watermelon's plant is considered klyam. For these are instances of grafting a tree onto a vegetable. We may not put gourd seed into a mallow plant, so that the mallow will protect it, because that's the case of grafting a vegetable onto a vegetable. The mallow plant keeps the gourd seeds moist and protects them until they take root. Although this was not done to improve the quality of the fruits produced, but only to benefit one of the plants in some other way, the Mishnah teaches that it's nevertheless considered grafting a vegetable to a vegetable and is usher. Mishnah tests. If someone buries a bundle of turnips or a bundle of radishes in the ground under a grapevine in order to store them, turnips and radishes are typically tied in bundles once they are harvested and ready to be used. When someone places tied bundles in the ground, it's clear that he doesn't want to take them, doesn't want them to take root and grow. So burying them in the ground is therefore not considered planting. If some of the leaves of the turnips or radishes are exposed, the leaves of a turnip and a radish grow out of the top of the bulb, so the entire bulb can be buried in the ground while the leaves stick out above the ground. The condition that the leaves stick out above the ground is not needed for most of the halachas of the Mishnah that, will not, that the Mishnah will not mention. It's important only for the last halacha, as we'll explain. He doesn't need to be concerned about klaim, even though he buries them next to a grapevine. Although it's forbidden to plant turnips or radishes next to a grapevine, it's mutter to bury them there, since burying bundles for storage is not considered a planting. Therefore, even if they did take root and grow, they did not become forbidden as kile hakerem. And he doesn't need to be concerned about violating the prohibition against planting during Shemitah. Shemitah is the seventh year of the seven-year Shemitah cycle. The name of this year is technically Shviyas, but it's more commonly known today as Shemitah. During Shemitah, during Shemitah, it's forbidden to plant in Eretz Yisrael. A farmer who buries bundles of turnips or radishes in the ground during Shemitah does not violate any Yisrael Shviyas, since burying the bulbs for storage is not considered planting. At the same time, if the bulbs grew new leaves as a result of being in the ground, the new growth is also not Asr Midrabonon, that Asr grain or vegetables and the like that grow on their own during Shemitah. Okay. And not about the obligation to give maestres again when he pulls them out of the ground. If turnips and radishes that had already been gemaisers had already had their maestres removed from them and they grew new leaves while stored in the ground, the farmer does not have to separate maestres for them when he later takes them out of the ground. Only what was planted in the ground must be maestres and these bulbs are not considered planted. And they may be pulled out of the ground on Shabbos. Since the bulbs are not considered planted, a person is permitted to remove them 
from the ground on Shabbos, and it's not forbidden as kaitzer. However, there is an issue with moving the earth on top of them because the earth is mukta. Therefore, if some of the leaves are sticking up above the ground, they can be pulled out of the ground by the leaves without handling the earth directly. Since no earth is moved by hand, the procedure is motor. Moving muksa indirectly is called tiltelman atzad, and is mutter when it's done for the sake of enabling a person to use something that's mutter. Nevertheless, it's permitted to remove them from the ground on the Shabbos only if they have not actually taken root. Once they have taken root, detaching them from the ground would be considered kaitzer, reaping which is forbidden on Shabbos as one of the Lam Tesmalachas. Since he buried them in bundles, it's clear that he did not mean that for them to take root, so therefore they are not considered planted in regard to any of these halachas. If someone plants a grain of wheat and a grain of barley together, this is the Isra of Klaim. Rabbi Huda says, It's not Klaim unless there are at least two grains of wheat and a grain of barley, or a grain of wheat and two grains of barley, or a grain of wheat and a grain of barley and a grain of spelt. The Pasuk that answers Klaim, the Pasuk where the Isra of Klaim is learned out of, is Sadchal Esizra Klaim. You shall not plant your field to climb. Rabbi Huda maintains that the word sada, field, is understood to be a place in which something is already growing. The climb prohibition thus requires a minimum of three seeds, one grain to characterize a place as a field, the other two grains of two different types, like wheat and barley, to be climb. The Tanakama, however, holds that even an empty plot of land can be characterized as a field. Climb of seeds, therefore, requires no more than two grains of different seeds.